Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Potential. That's BetterHelp.com Potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com slash potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being and let's get checked. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Oh, Chris. Can you believe it? Here we are. It is another holiday season. Yes, it is. Season's greetings, everyone. Season's greetings. Not season screenings. That was last year. Yeah. Although you can do season screenings anytime. That's right. Go back and check out that episode. Our season one finale. But here we are, the holidays. And, you know, we have so much going on this month because we've got all these movie releases. You know, we got some big movies coming out. We have West Side Story, Spider-Man. The Matrix is back. The King's Man. There's so much going on in December. It's it's too big. But we didn't really have much time to talk about the actual holidays. No. So we thought, you know what, Taylor? Let's let's do a little holiday, uh, a little holiday episode, a little bonus, a little bonus here. Um, you know, Taylor, you're in the Pennsylvania area, so I feel first off, you actually get what is uh, true Christmas by uh, you'll actually maybe see snow and stuff like that. 
uh, here in California, you know, it's pretty rare that we ever get snow unless you're up in the mountains or maybe up in the northern area. But, you know, I imagine you actually get that kind of maybe you ever have those Christmas mornings where you wake up and there's actually snow out and like just having that kind of, you know, the thing that I look at in movies and go, oh, that must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's been more so. I mean, I've, I've been in and out of PA um, for the last 15 years and I uh, growing up in Ohio and Pennsylvania, yeah, I saw a lot more w winter snows, but I remember, um, uh, you know, growing up in Maryland where I was born, it wasn't very often. So it was always something I did look forward to. And I think when you live on one of the, in one of these areas where you get all the changes of seasons, it's just something about that that really gets you in the mood uh, for Christmas. But even if it's not weather, you definitely have those traditions and those kind of holiday things that really kind of capture alive. And I think you and I, I think we really come alive during the holidays. I mean, I think it really doesn't start really until October where we start getting that fall season. And I mean, for you, Halloween's been quite a bit as you've been working at the Beetle House. So it's been like Halloween's almost every day for you. It is It is fun though. They have, it, it is now decorated with Christmas decorations. So there are Christmas trees up and they have some, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff going on. So they're definitely feeling the spirit of uh, Christmas, but I do feel, yeah, there's something about even those other holidays throughout the year. Once you get to Halloween, you start getting the fall vibe. And then it's, you know, it's the, the train that just keeps going. It's, you know, Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and the New Year's and then eventually Valentine's Day, you know, just boom, 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 boom. But something about, you know, for me, I think where it starts typically is even though I get so annoyed that people start listening to Christmas music on November 1st, I'm like way too early people. To me, it's usually about Black Friday. It's usually the right after Thanksgiving is properly, at least when I would be living with my parents, that's usually the day that we'd start to put up the tree uh, decorations, start to decorate the house, uh, put up Christmas lights. Well, it'll make sense because, you know, everyone's off. You know, this is the perfect time to do it right before. And plus with, you know, it comes Black Friday shopping, Cyber Monday, as has become more so now. That's the time when you get those gifts that you've waited all year to buy uh, your relatives. <laughs> And it's, it's fun. To, there's something fun about, you know, decorating because it's it's like a changing of the vibe in the house. You know, you're having all these cool things put up, uh, the red and the green and the white, and it just has a, a sparkle to it. And the tree, too. I think it's always fun to decorate a tree. Um, if Christmas is your, you know, yeah, uh, no, I mean, of course, holiday, we, we you know, both course, celebrate Christmas ourselves, but of course, there's other holidays here, so we're kind of mainly talking about those traditions. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not disclosing of Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. No, but, no, no, disregarding here. Yeah, but from what we celebrate, I mean, yeah, it's fun about you know, you get the box out, and you know, you you see, I always love seeing ornaments that have survived for you know decades. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like a little, it's a little surprise, like okay, did this, you yeah. know. Baby's first oh, Christmas. Oh, we still have that one. <laughs> yeah, that still still makes it. But then you see the new ones that, you know, you've been gifted and stuff. Like, for example, um, a new one that we have is uh, our first Christmas engaged. Uh, you know, that's kind of a fun new. Uh, on our little a little tree we have here at our uh, condo, me and my fiance, Megan. But I always think it's kind of fun to decorate. And even though I do feel Christmas tree lights, this has become such a passion for some people you know they go full clark griswold here i think it's such a you know it's it is kind of a pain in the butt to do it yourself but once it's all done it's like at least it's going to be up for like a month and a half or so you know it's like at least it's like not for just a day it's like you're going to have that up for a couple of weeks 
some people leave it up for the whole year. You know, you notice these people? Yeah. They just leave Christmas lights up the whole year. They're like, I'm not taking it down. Well, they're just work. lazy. You know, it's like, oh, what is this, Vegas or Christmas in July? It doesn't matter. Now, okay, I want to say your parents have a pretty big house. It's a double story house. Do you guys do the, the whole lights uh, like way up there? You know, you get up there on the roof and stuff. Clark Griswold, that house. I, I would say um, we're guilty as charged. And I, this really is my my dad <laughs> who's has been doing this. Um we are definitely like if you look at in terms of our neighborhood we probably like the griswolds um my dad does the lights on the, the trimming of the house but what really is the kicker uh for our house and this has already been set up now uh, this is while we're recording this is just end of november uh so it's been out for a couple days now get it out now uh we have a series of blow-ups and what i mean is these are inflatable um things uh of Christmas characters, nature. characters, whatever, yeah. uh, and every year that number uh, grows exponentially uh, for some reason. Um, I think the big proprietor of this is because my brother Nick has autism. What one big you know a passion of his is Christmas. So literally, he's talking about Christmas October. So for those people who are annoyed by people there, lay up on this kid because he is like literally. Uh, he actually had a shirt that says "World's Biggest Elf." He's six foot four. He's my big little brother, um, but he loves the blow-ups. And so my dad's up there in the roof. He's in his fifties and he's up there, you know, shouldn't be doing this. His hands are frigid, but he has like probably no feeling. And Nick is out there with a Christmas hat, hands in his pockets, literally supervising. I'm going to buy him a clipboard because he just literally walks around. The blow-up manager. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or assistant to the blow-up manager, really office reference. But he like, no, he literally, but he'll bring everything out from storage and he'll place every box where it's supposed to go. He knows everything's out. He'll go through and he's like, uh, Steeler snow globe. We're in Pittsburgh. Uh, Grinch. He like goes through all the list in his in his Nick That's way. That's funny. That's but uh, funny. yeah, and that, so if you want a gift for him, which he's been very excited about, the new hot items of the blow up this year were the Mandalorian and Baby Grogu, uh, or Baby Yoda if you never watched the show. Spoiler alert. And uh, <laughs> Disney Plus, uh, you can get a seventy nine ninety nine a year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, so he's really excited about that. Like that's like for his birthday is in October. So it's like a perfect, like you want to get him a gift and then Christmas. So he still wants blowups, even though we're going to like sit it up for like a week after Christmas, but that's the big thing. And it, it's been a, a kind of a talk of our family where, um, every year it's just the blowups for Christmas. And I think we want to expand to that. You want to expand them. Yeah. Yeah. My, my mom has a few at uh, my parents' house, but my brother, my nephew, my nephew is a big fan of blowups as well. So um, they have quite a few at their house. Uh, and they've actually used a few that they had for uh, Halloween. They just continue. But I know they have like a couple dinosaurs and like a dragon. And they, yeah, he's, he's all about the blow up. But I think it's fun because it is like it gives a bit of a different feel than just Christmas lights. You know, a lot, you know, a lot of people buy the Christmas lights and they go crazy with it. But it gives a cool like character vibe. And, you know, we're all about pop culture on this show it's one of our things pop culture entertainment nerd potential podcast and <laughs> you know we i think a lot of people representing characters that they love in movies and tv shows even has nothing to do with christmas uh this is something that people can show off like you know it's well a, you had a, a you had a hat love, you, know? you had him a hat and an ornament it's christmas themed <laughs> yeah exactly um but you know speaking of that i think apart from decorating of course we talked all about this in our season screenings but as big fans of movies and TV shows, of course, a big tradition of this time of year, just as it would be with Halloween, uh, watching scary movies, is you're watching Christmas movies. You're watching all these holiday films, whether they be kid-friendly, they be, uh, you know, adult 
they'd be comedy, they'd be sometimes sci-fi or fantasy or even horror. I think it's fun that, you know, there's some films you just watch every year. Well, it's something about them because it's not about just tradition itself, but I think it does help you get into the holiday spirit. It's like, okay, if you're in L.A., you don't have a white Christmas, you got to watch a holiday film. Uh, and, hey, you can watch Die Hard. It is a Christmas movie. Uh, it's you know. a Christmas movie. <laughs> Gremlins, Christmas movie. Exactly. Um, but, you know, like if you're – like sometimes I love, like, you know, you are in the living room. You're wrapping presents. You have a Christmas movie on the background. You may not be paying attention to it, but it's there. You know, you're having a, a Christmas party, a gathering with your family or friends. It's adding the ambiance. It's adding the ambiance for sure. And of um, course, it's on every channel. You know, it's like at this time of year. Well, the 25 days of Christmas, you know, the lot of the 12 days of Christmas, things like that. I got to go back, though. I want to talk about the trees. We talk about decorating the trees now. In your family, like, you know, growing up, did you guys always have a live tree or did you have the fake tree? No, because I was allergic. <laughs> that was a big, um, big no. Really? Big no. No, you know, it's actually funny about that. The only movie I ever think about when it, term, when it comes to a tree, and I laugh about it because it's a ridiculous scene anyway, is, of course, Christmas Vacation, one of the all-time <laughs> great Christmas movies. Yes. Uh, when they find that perfect tree, they don't have the saw, and then they have this giant, you know, tree with all the roots. Uh, and of course, the tree is way too big for the living room. There was always something that I think I I, I kind of idolized wanting a, a real tree each year. But um, I, I understand why financially, it's just easier to get a fake tree that like already has lights on it. And two, I think it was something I mean, maybe now I wouldn't have a problem. But definitely as a kid, I think something maybe with allergies or something, they just knew it was better to get a fake tree. And then you don't, you know, you don't have to water it and all that stuff. But I feel like at one point, we probably did. I know my grandparents definitely had a real tree uh, a couple years, but so I'm assuming you, you, you go to a lot, you actually go out to a, 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 an area and like, we're going to pick that one. And you're out there cutting it and everything, you know? Well, my family, yeah, my family growing up, we always had a live tree. The fun, funny thing about my family. Um, so we do the whole thing. It's like a tree farm. And this again goes to Nick uh, who loves Christmas. They go out and they cut their own when there's a whole tractor. It's a whole to do. Um, I think financially it, it is a lot, but I mean, it's just, it's really, it's the idea of doing that. Um, and that was always, a, and the whole big process though, um, of decorating the tree, we'll get into in a second, but I got to go back. So now I've been dating my girlfriend now uh, for four months and she has a fake tree. Um, so it's nice though. She loves Christmas. She, she's all about adding more items and, and things like that. So she goes a little nuts. Um, and it was so funny cause she was like, when I get little, um, she wanted to go a little overboard. She's like, I want two trees. So she had her own tree. She calls it Old Faithful. It still works. She's got a, it's a fake one, but she's got to put the string, the lights up on it and everything. But her parents who are snowbirds, this is the first Christmas that are not around. They had a fake tree that had lights already on it. So she's like, ooh, pre-lit, lit up. And so she was like, okay, I'm gonna have one down the living room, one in my room. So she was excited about it. She's like, let's load it up. And uh, I'm like, all right, I'm all for it. So we set up the one tree that is the pre-lit one. We set it upstairs, plug it in, nothing happens. And they're like, oh, I think you press this button. So she's trying to figure it out. I see this button. I'm like, oh, let's press this button. I hear a pop and then smoke puffs. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, we're unplugging that back of that in. We don't want to light the place down on fire. So I broke the tree. We're just going to blame me. Um, <laughs> but it's been really fun to just the idea, I think, going back to just the ornaments. It's just so fun to like decorate because there's always like no matter what tree you get, whether it's fake or real, it's always finding the perfect place for that ornament. And it's always like the fun like argument like i know you growing up with you know you of you of three brothers you, you and your two others um was that always a kind of a fun thing that you like have to all help out i know alex was probably like he'd probably hang up in his room <laughs> well i know some years 
some years it would be kind of like, uh, you know, like I would be like, I'll put the tree up, but then you can decorate it. You know, like I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, pa- I'll get in on. the garage, pull out the giant boxes and I'll do it myself. But no, I, I, I like always helping out because it, it would be fun because each year it would be different. You know, you'd be putting ornaments in a different, complete different, uh, you know, where you're organizing it. And I always think it's funny too, like even with a fake tree, sometimes ornaments are kind of heavy. Like some, there's the ones that like are a little heavier. And like you see, like the, the stem, like kind of start to bend, and it's like, is this gonna hold? Um, but you know, also sometimes you have so many ornaments, you're like, there's no more stems. So we're, we're gonna, you know, you're, you're doubling up ornaments. But you know, decorating, it's always a fun thing. You got the movies, you got the the entertainment value, and then the, the thing we gotta talk about next, I think, really is a, a huge part of this season, uh, more so than even Halloween. I mean, Halloween definitely has its uh, fair share of treats. Um, we get the pumpkin flavor going on. But once the holiday season kicks in, it is such a big thing about food and especially treats, uh, you know, especially baked goods, uh, you know, pies, cakes, cookies, brownies. I mean, like people go wild. Uh, I know people love the eggnog. You get all these great, you know, you have the peppermint mocha frap. So you got, you know, your, your all this, you know, white mocha frap. You got your creme brulee, blah, blah, blah. Got your gingerbread. I mean, Oh, gingerbread, yes. Something about gingerbread. And, and I do love that this season, I mean, like, it is kind of a, 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 it's kind of like a world vibe for those that, whether you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, again, whatever, it has like the, oh, it's the holiday season. I'm going to be having more sweets than usual. And then I'll, I'll, I'll try to work it off with my New Year's resolution. You know, it's like, we kind of all accept that, like, this is the time here to celebrate family and friends and celebrate you kind of you kind of look at it as the year ending you know it really is like christmas and then a week later the year ends and you look back and go okay you know it's like we're celebrating that we made it through another year and like you know especially this year i think was a big year of i mean you know we're still dealing with it but finding a somewhat of a normalcy again coming out of the pandemic from what 2020 was like where we were all indoors and a lot of family couldn't get together so i i, just, I love I love treats and I love all the baked goods and, you know, just that, that warm, friendly family vibe you get of sharing, you know, hot cocoa together, you know, sharing drinks and all that stuff. I, I love that. It's a, it's an, that's an interesting beverage. The cocoa is um, the hot cocoa, excuse me, to be more precise is that it's very, it's very familial, but it's also a little more romantic. It's like getting in that little sleigh ride or just getting cozy up for cocoa as you can adult. Add a little bit of Bailey's. Add a little um, Bailey's in there. Yeah. Different, different Bailey that we like on Christmas time. Um, I want to go sticking with food. Now, what is like, what was something that your family would do? Um, did you guys do anything special? Like, this is what we have for Christmas Eve dinner, and this is what we do like for breakfast, Christmas Day, Christmas, uh, Christmas night. What kind of things would you uh, would you do um, for like the holidays? Like, what would you do for meals? Well, one thing for sure that I, I, I think is try to be continued now, which is great, is my late grandparents would usually, you know, we'd, we'd always go one side of the family for Christmas. So it, Christmas Eve usually would be at home. My mom would usually do like ham uh, was her go-to thing, um, you know, mashed potatoes, that kind of stuff. But my, my favorite thing was going, if I go to my dad's side, my grandparents on my dad's side, the doers, my grandma used to make this dish that was like a cornflake crusted like cheese casserole cheese cheesy potato casserole thing so it was like she would take cubed potatoes 
I think a cream of mushroom or cream of something um, and then like cheese and other ingredients. And then the top layer was cornflakes. And so when it was baked in the oven, it'd be this great cheesy potato thing and it'd have this crunch of the cornflake. And I would, I would have heaps of this. I mean, like it was what I looked forward to every year. And I would have like, <laughs> they, they, you know, they're usually, you know, I have a big family. There are the three of them made every year. And I think I'd have at least half of one just to myself. Um, Cause like, I love it so much. Um, and usually, you know, I, you know, maybe like a, a roast beef or a prime rib or something, you know, some kind of a, a beef, but I mean, it was always good. Like my aunt would make a really nice spinach salad. Sometimes people would make deviled eggs and a bunch of other stuff. And then of course, dessert, my family goes ham. I mean, it's like a bunch of pies. A lot of them are always handmade. Like my, my cousin summer makes a lot of them. Oh, wow. So you'd have like, you'd have a pumpkin pie, a chocolate pie. You'd have a, you know, a, a, some kind of fruit pie. And then someone would make cookies and brown. I mean, like, you know, the works. Um, but those, the cheesy potatoes are the thing I remember the most. And um, last year we had to do Christmas a little different. I think we catered last year just to make it easy because we we're kind of doing it outside because of yeah, COVID. Yeah. But I'm hoping that maybe in the future, you know, I know my cousin Sarah, she likes to cook. She's She was very close with my grandma. I think she's picked up a few of her recipes. So hopefully the cheesy potatoes make a return one day. But that's definitely one that I uh, always remember as a highlight from the holidays. What about you? Um, so that, that sounds amazing. I'm going to need to get re re recipe. Um, so for us, we always, so Christmas Eve was always like one of my favorites because we always did one of the great traditions of fondue. So we always did fondue, um, with, with, with steak, steak, um, you know, tenderloin all cut up. And then we do like potatoes and then you'd have the burgundy wine that you would cook the, the meat in. And then they would, we would steam potatoes and then we do cheese, a raclette which is the, uh, you just act of you're melting the cheese and you put it over top of like bread, potatoes. And then we'd always have like little dips of that. So the fondue was always fun because it was always like, it was all set up and pre-made, but then you'd have to cook your own meats and stuff. And it was always, it was just a very fun, like social dinner. We always look for fondue. And of course, years, the last several years, we've expanded fondue as to less Christmassy to just like specialty dinners. We've done it for like Easter and stuff, but it was always kind of a staple for Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, breakfast was always like the hot ticket item. What we do on Christmas is my mom would make huevos rancheros, which we have no Latina blood in us, but for some reason we love that dish. So she'd do like the specialty eggs with salsa and chile, and then we'd do with um, like refried beans. And then she'd always make this overnight coffee cake, which um, as you know, which would you know overnight. Um, let it rise. So she made the special overnight coffee cake was like caramel drizzle and stuff. So that was always a fun thing because you'd have to get it like while it's hot. So we'd have like overnight coffee cake and that. And then Christmas night would probably be something like, I don't know, like you said, we do like a, maybe a prime rib or something special like that. But Christmas Eve and Christmas morning were always like the, the favorites because it was always exciting what was going to, you know, that was kind of something we look forward to. And, and overnight coffee cake has made its you know, rounds different times. And it, it's, it was funny. I gotta get some of that. Yeah. My mom has made it a couple times and then there's this thing we need instant pudding, um, stuff to make it. And she's done it three, one time she did it three days in a row where she forgot the instant pudding. Um, and it, it didn't turn out as good. So we don't want to talk about that anymore, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was always fun. Those were my favorite meals to always like look forward to. Um, and, uh, it's so funny. You're going into the act of, you know, the art of gift giving. Um, I think that's been a fun thing where, you know, we'd always do Christmas Day was when you get open the gifts for Christmas. But Christmas Eve was always like, oh, can we open this one and that? And we started adding like more like 
holiday games um, last year, um, which has been fun. We've been doing now trivia games and LCR, which is a fun little dice game. I don't know if you play this, but this is one of my favorite ones is we did LCR, which is left, center, right. You have like three dice and you have little chips and you have to roll the dice and like the chips move around and whoever's the winner, we would add like money so you could like get a little gambling going on, get the little competitive edge with the family. So that was always fun. My family's a big, they, they, yeah. big on Yahtzee. Always, oh, yeah? we're always playing Yahtzee. My mom, that's all they play. We play Yahtzee all the time. We would play board games around Christmas, you know, if my brothers were home. But I'm excited for this year coming up. Uh, I know for uh, a couple of days, uh, just on Christmas Day itself, for probably the next day or two, I'm going to be going up to uh, my fiance's uh, side on, on her mother's, who uh, a lot of her family lives in Bakersfield. And a tradition that they do every year, which I'll get to experience for the first time, is they do a bunch of games and they have a bunch of game prizes. So uh, part of the fun this year, apart from just getting gifts itself, is finding little gifts that can be uh, worthy of game prizes. And they play for hours and hours. So like it can be small things from, you know, a little trinket to maybe a, a small gift card or, you know, things that are useful. Uh, it can be gag gifts, anything. So like that's going to be something I'll be collecting the next weeks as well leading up to that Um yeah, gift giving, you know, it really is a big tradition of the year. And to think, you know, I love the stocking, you know, final stocking stuffers. That's always fun. And then there's something about, you know, I really do think it's something that it, it, it's so funny to think how you transition from a kid to an adult as, you know, as a kid, all you think about is me, me, me. I, and then there's a point in time where you're like, you, 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 you know, it's like you, you you care less about what you're going to get. And you really start thinking more about like, oh, I want to get that for that person. Oh, I know they've been looking at that this whole year. I'm going to get that for, you know, it's something about not even the, not even the gift itself. It's just the, the, what their reaction is going to be. And sometimes getting creative. Like I, it's funny you say that. Cause I started getting more creative gifts because I am a horrible job at rapping, not the art of pick it, pick it. No, I'm, I'm horrible at rapping gifts. Um, <laughs> so, um, that was my impression of rapping. Uh, what, what, uh, um, and so I started doing like gift bags. I started going more to gift bags, but what I did like to kind of spice it up, if I had trouble and you guys can take these items too, if you want to add these, we'll talk about this again. But I had this great idea about um, doing gift bags, but it was like the surviving the holidays edition. And it was basically, so I have like a little note and then there would be a bunch of different items with tissue paper hidden in there. And then each item would be like, uh, like, okay, here's a jar of Advil. And it's like, oh, here's the, cure those Christmas hangovers, you know, uh, stuff like that. So like different like little things like that. And that was kind of fun. Um, we talked about doing this. We, we didn't do it, but because, you know, we both had worked on cruise ships, I much longer time, but during the Christmas season, it was a bit challenging when you're not around your family, you know, a big thing was secret Santa. But one of my favorite things of gift givings we always like to do was the white elephant, uh, gift exchange. That was always fun. Cause it got a little competitive, a lot, a little fun. Yeah. I've done that before too. And that's actually, we're going to be, uh, just doing that as well uh it it's fun to kind of i, I think you know the gifts that you know are specifically special that you're like i took hard you know i took the time and effort to pinpoint this thing sometimes those fun games or it's a fun group activity again where like you could have a movie on the background you have hot cocoa you have you know uh baked goods going on and you're playing this game where realistically you will you don't really maybe need any of the white elephant gifts it's like you know fun or like for uh for you know a joke or maybe sometimes are useful but it's that that you know family element of just bonding and having like fun and i do think that's something that too is like sometimes you know 
sometimes the holidays are the only time you get to see certain family members. You know, sometimes it is like you don't get to see them throughout the whole year. So, you know, between the the season itself, the decorations, the music, the treats, the food, the the gift giving, the decorating, the spirit. I mean, it's all there. There's so many traditions, and I know that people have your own traditions, but it's something that I always look forward to each year. There, there's a bit of a nervous, oh gosh, it's coming uh, when, when Halloween's oh my wrapping God. up. It's happening. It's happening. Because it's like, you know, it is a whirlwind, just big thing. It's like, you have to go full out, you know, it's, you got all the stuff you have to do. And, and, you know, as, as the time clicks down to Christmas, did I get all the gifts I needed? Did I wrap? Is everything done? And then in the end, it's just like a fun, you know, day. And then, you know, that kind of, that kind of magic still lingers a bit after Christmas. And then as you get into New Year's, you're like, oh my gosh, here we go. Another year begins. So, you know, I, I'm excited to see all the stuff that's going to happen the next few weeks. And uh, I'm looking forward to all that 2022 is going to bring us. But uh, wishing you, Taylor, and your family uh, the happy holidays as we get into this. And of course, to all our listeners uh, who have been following us, Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, uh, you know, it's going to be a good season and we're looking forward to uh, a bright new year and hopefully a year that hopefully by next year, masks will be gone and hopefully we will maybe come out of this pandemic. That would be a, a great gift as well. And hey, and if you have any holiday traditions, whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, what other, any other celebrations you have, let us know. We want to hear about yours. You can post, of course, on our social medias or send us emails, and we'd love to share that with you guys. But again, thank you to our listeners. As Chris said, we love hearing from you. We love that you are listening to us and enjoying us. So we do wish you safe, healthy, and happy holidays this year. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.